Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you heard all the rave about the new Quick Grill located inside the Be Quick Chevron on Veterans Boulevard? Come visit Be Quick Chevron along with Quick Grill, Be Quick Food Marts, your locally owned hometown convenience store, wherever you are. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibilities. I said one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay, I want to welcome you to Super Talk Outdoors where we come to you every single Monday at lunchtime to celebrate the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi because, as I say every week, Mississippi is the capital of the outdoors in America. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi radio network or on Super Talk TV at Ceasefire TV. Or you might be watching the show on YouTube or Facebook or listening on your favorite podcast. It's July the 24th, 2023. Hey, by the way, as I say each week, the views on this show are mine, not those of the foundation. Uh, when I when it comes to outdoors and outdoors issues, you can count on me to say what needs to be said, and I'm honored to be in this position. Listen, hunting season is just around the corner as we all start to get in the mode of cutting trails, making new food plots, cutting and spraying the ones we have. Um, we're ordering seeds and fertilizer. We're planting crops for ducks and starting to work on the duck holes. It's that time of year, man. It's hot and sweaty, and it's part of the process we all love so much. I mean, for people who think it's just about actually going on the hunt, that's just... That's just icing on the cake. The other fun happens in the lead up to all of that. But anyway, you know, it's interesting that we're we're in that mode, a honey mode, but then the offshore fishing and backwater fishing of coastal Mississippi and the lake and river fishing across this great state is as good as it gets right now. So I want to, uh, I want to, I want to just say that such is the life of outdoorsmen and women in Mississippi. Hey, listen, uh, you're going to hear me update you regularly about what's happening within the uh, Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Commission. The work those, those five men are doing is incredibly important. Um, I've been recently concerned about a third change they made regarding the, uh, the department's chronic wasting disease plan, and they did so without without discussion of public involvement. I've talked about those in past, in past shows. One other issue my team and I have been watching very closely is this. Uh, remember that the, 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 the commission is a five-member team uh, that is appointed by the governor. One member of the commission, Leonard Bence's term, ran out at the end of June. I have several sources who have told me a number of people had expressed concerns about Bence's term on the commission to Governor Reeves. Uh, with the hope that gov the governor would take this opportunity to appoint someone else. So I'm going to remind you, Vince is the commission member who introduced a resolution asking the attorney general's asking for an attorney general's opinion on the commission's authority to set around the, uh, legalizing the sale and transfer of whitetail deer in Mississippi. Attorney General Lynn Fitch issued an opinion. It was like 10 months later, reversing the previous very strong and excellent opinion from Attorney General. Jim Hood. What that did is enable the commission to consider a resolution making the sale and transfer of white-tailed deer legal in the state. 
So that was more than a year ago. What has what, why hasn't a resolution been considered that, that uh, up to this point, you might be wondering? Sources close to me tell me that the very few deer breeders in the state who seek to become deer kings, as I call them, know they don't yet have the votes on the commission. They need three votes. The same sources tell me that they are, there are two members of the current commission who would vote yes to the sale and transfer of deer. One of those votes is Leonard Bentz. Bentz has actually established himself on the commission as sort of an outspoken anti-biologist commission member. He also knows one of the key issues standing in the way of the sale and transfer of deer, of, uh, deer issue is chronic wasting disease and the seri serious concerns most outdoorsmen and women have that legalizing the sale and transfer of deer inside the state could aid to the spread of chronic wasting disease just as it has in other states. So in spite of the cloud over Leonard Bentz, we learned at the last commission meeting, in fact, that the uh, governor did reappoint him. That makes me wonder about the political pressure coming from deer breeders given what we know about those who had concerns about Bentz. Did deer breeders have a role in his reappointment? One thing's for sure, based on what we know, it will take one additional member of the commission to signal he will vote for this, and we're going to see a resolution presented to the commission. Or, if that needed third vote doesn't surface from the existing commission, we should watch very closely when the next appointment to the commission occurs. All of this is in the governor's hands. We are one vote on the commission away from a disaster. Frankly, we've got to get this out of the commission's hand. I think the way to do that, of course, is to, and the best way to put it to bed, is to pass legislation closing the door on the sale and transfer of white-tailed deer in Mississippi. Two bills were killed this last legislative session that would have done just that, but political pressure from the deer breeders killed those bills. It's time to ramp up a new bill. In, the in future shows, I'm gonna remind you why legalizing the sale and transfer of deer is a serious deviation from the conservation model that has made Mississippi the conservation leader and its relationship to chronic wasting disease. Every expert I talk to on the matter says CWD could be the single biggest threat to white-tailed deer hunting in America. Okay, with that said, let's shift gears. I want to move over to my dear friend, Cuz Strickland, uh, someone I really enjoy spending time with. Uh, he's been on Super Talk Outdoors many times, and we're going to talk about a bunch of different stuff. But anyway, before we go any further, I just want to say, how you doing, Cuz? I'm doing great, man. When you get my age, every day upright, so plus getting plenty of rain on my corn, life is good. You know, I watched you. Listen, I follow you closely on social media. I watched you when you planted your corn, and then I saw a picture of you standing next to your corn the other day. And man, it has done well. <laughs> it's uh, I made a post where it's some of it's eight feet tall or taller, and because uh, people keep up with me, I'm not the greatest farmer in the world, and I. I posted that picture and said I'd rather be lucky than good. But <laughs> all, all the stars lined up. You know, I, I did a, a soil test and I did everything right and added what I needed. And then it, as soon as I planted, it rained. And then it rained three days later and it rained again. That's all a God thing, but I'm, it's the best corn I've ever had. Well, you know, we've uh, we've tried some uh, we've tried some planting at some of our farms that don't have irrigation, and we haven't had the best luck. Yeah. So, you know, I don't. I'm assuming you don't have irrigation. Lord, no. I, you know, 
two years ago, I didn't plant it last year. I went on strike because fertilizer was so expensive. But two years ago, I had a pretty good crop coming up, and I che- I have it in two spots, and I checked the first spot all the time. It's close to the house, and I found a few army worms, and I was like, wow. So I sprayed the edges on and about two weeks later, I went down to the other spot, and it looked like I was raising cane poles. The army worms just annihilated it. I didn't know they would climb like that. So I got a guy, uh, one of the bogs in Mississippi State, and learned about army worms. Yeah. Four or five different kinds. And yeah, but this year, it's all good. Yeah. So I've, I've been in the business of uh, actually, you know, managing three farms for honey purposes for about six years now. This would be the seventh year. And um, we haven't had any army worms yet, but we've been really lucky and because yeah. I, I know the story well. And when they come when they move in, it can it can devastate food, uh, food plots. Um, hey, listen, I mentioned to you before the show started, we're going to talk in just a minute about this legends hunt that people can can buy as a result of the foundation uh, uh, raffle that's underway. We'll talk more about that here in just a second. But listen, cuz your Fistful Full of Dirt podcast continues to intrigue me because you, you cover such a wide variety of guests. Uh, it's, it's, sort, it's sort of a, a down-home uh, kind of good old boy approach to looking at the world. World. But I told you when we when we when we were uh, off the air that the last podcast you did where you did not have a guest except for your daughter, and you talked about how the people that you've come in contact with how they've influenced you and how you've learned from them and how there's something special about people who who are successful. Um, that was one of the most powerful podcasts I've listened to. Uh, <clears throat> well, that's humbling coming from you. I can promise you, but. That, that was not designed to be a podcast. It was, I started to do an opening for the, the Two Weeks Away podcast, and I just started talking about that. They had asked me to be the keynote speaker at this Legends Hall of Fame of the Outdoors thing, and I, I got to write down some of the people that had been inducted that I had been around, and I started talking, and first thing you learn, looked at me, and she's like, you've been talking for 45 minutes. That's a podcast. I went, I don't know about that, but if it if it inspires anybody, because those, those great people, they have a lot in common. I mean, there's nothing different that you did early in your career is stick to this relentlessness, treating people like you want to be treated. Those qualities just kind of run the gamut, and... I just kind of, all that kind of came to me, and uh, I, I guess I talked too much, I'm not sure, but I, you're very kind to say that, and it was a podcast that's still up right now. So. But you know what's interesting, and we'll, we'll come back to this on the other side after the break, but one of the things that's so interesting is that... <clears throat> You, you try to cover a lot about hunting and our love of the outdoors and all, but you also try to inject some life lessons because as you and I have talked about in past shows, you have a great following of young people and the opportunity for them to learn from you, learn from your experience is pretty dramatic. And that's what I call leaving a legacy. Hey, listen, when we come back on the other side, we'll continue our conversation with Cuz um, Strickland from Mossy Oak. We'll see you after this. A 
Chris Bolton's crew would like to thank the Richland community for their warm welcome with their third Central Mississippi location now open on Highway 49. To say thanks, Ace Bolton's crew in Richland is giving you the opportunity to register to win a Yeti cooler, and with every purchase of $100 or more, you'll receive a free Spartan Mosquito Eradicator. Hurry in while supplies last. Ace Bolton's crew now with three convenient Jackson area locations to serve you. Pros know every successful job starts at Ace Bolt and Screw. Listen up. AgUp Equipment can help you prep the perfect food plot to lure in that trophy. With the Predator Tractor Package, you can prep your land with a new John Deere 3025E with a loader, rotary cutter, disc, and trailer. Plus, 0% financing for 72 months. Give yourself the advantage and prep for that trophy with help from AgUp Equipment. Visit us in-store or online at agup.com. Offer in 730-2023. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. The Mississippi Braves welcome the Pensacola Blue Wahoos July 25th through July 30th at Trustmark Park. The series starts with Bark at the Park on Tuesday, presented by Hollywood Feed. The series also includes Truckworks Thirsty Thursday and KLLM Football Tractor Trailers Unveiling. Max Reed Embrace Replica Jersey Giveaway. Friday, July 28th, the first 1,000 fans presented by Morgan & Morgan. Then post-game fireworks after the game on Saturday, July 29th, courtesy of Intergy. Pre-game yoga and raising cane Sunday Family Fun Day at 205 on July 30th. For tickets, MississippiBraves.com. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Conservative Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman. He's like us, sick of crime. He wants our neighborhoods safe, a place where family and friends can gather. Moms and dads can walk down the street with their kids. That's why Delbert Hoseman is helping bring order. More cops on the street, more neighborhood patrols, longer prison sentences for violent crime, and more prosecutors. Delbert doesn't just talk like some politicians. Delbert gets results. Under Delbert's leadership, the state Senate worked with the state house and the governor to push back against crime. And Delbert's not done. He's got a plan to bring order to all of our neighborhoods. What's Delbert Hoseman's plan for criminals? Arrest them, prosecute them, lock them up. Vote for safer communities. Vote for conservative Delbert Hoseman. Paid for by the National Association of Realtors Fund and not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Get over here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Cus Strickland. I just enjoy spending time with him. I had the opportunity recently to be on his show, A Fistful of Dirt. If you haven't downloaded that podcast and you're an outdoorsman or woman, you need to do it. You'll enjoy you'll enjoy the the wide range of conversations that they have. And because uh, again, the opportunity of legal les- legacy for young people. That's one of the things that you and I talked about when I was on your show. You are really performing well when you look at the numbers with young people who are coming your show and that creates a sense of responsibility doesn't it my friend it does and you know uh, 
I, I have a unique perspective because I, I raised kids and I'm helping raise grandkids and I kind of see uh, it's, we don't live in the same world we did when I was a teenager. It's, it's a different message, but I have found that they are hungry for good advice. And buddy, let me tell you something. Young people can decipher really quick whether you're trying to sell them something or you're being sincere. And uh, I, I, I take that to heart. And if I can help them in any way, shape or form with a clarity, and uh, some good old knowledge, that's fine. I don't feel like I'm qualified to do that. But, And I think I've told you this, but I was at the NWTF and this kid, he, he couldn't have been 12, 13, came up and said, Mr. Cuz, I love your podcast. And I'm like, really? He said, he said, yeah. He said, I love the stories because I haven't got any yet. And <laughs> I almost started crying. I was like, people listen. And once yeah. you put it, once you put it out there, it's out there. So you got to think about being careful. So I, I got a note once from a group of guys who work in a factory up in North Mississippi. Who you know, if you guys are listening to this now, thank you so much for listening. But they they get around their radio on Mondays at lunch, and they eat lunch and listen to this show. And I thought, yeah. wow, I, that's that's <laughs> the people I want to reach, man. I want to talk yeah. to those those people. And that's what it's all about. Well, listen, uh, we've talked on this show many times about the foundation raffle that's coming up. People can win a $50,000 Ford voucher. Uh, they can win an African safari and an Argentina dove hunt, an ultimate outdoor package. But one of the really special things they can win is a turkey legends hunt with Cuz Strickland and Preston Pittman. And, uh, you know, first I'd like, like to just say, Cuz, thank you so much for continuing to sort of lend your energy to others. I, I, I follow you closely, buddy. I know what you do to give back. You you have made a gigantic commitment back to the community, haven't you? Well, you know, it's uh, it's it's humbling to be relevant. <clears throat> and I, I learned, they offered, they, they auctioned off a turkey hunt with me at the NWTF one time. <clears throat> of course, this is post TV and all that. And it went for a crazy amount of money. And I, I looked at my wife and I was like, you you got to be kidding. She said, no, people like to hunt with you. And I've always taken that to heart. And if I can help raise money for the foundation or the NWTF or NDA, I've, I've done all those. It's, it's humbling, but I've, I learned how to be a good host from my mom. And, and, and I, I tell the young guys all the time, if you're going to invite somebody, you, you got to be the host. You can't control the weather or the deer or the turkeys, but you can control the food and the atmosphere and the fun. And uh, so it don't matter for, if it's a free hunt that was a, somebody else. I, I treat everybody the same and try to be a little entertaining. And uh, it's uh, it works out. You know, if, if, if they want to pay for that, that's fine. I'll tell you something about that hunt. And this is hard to believe because we grew up together in the same era as turkey hunt. I've never hunted with Preston Pittman. So I'm kind of the big winner on that deal. Plus I know where we're going. It is a fantastic, fantastic place. And Preston hunts a little different from me. He's way more patient. <laughs> He's very deadly. But uh, I talked to him on the phone the other day and I said, look, I'm, I'm coming. We'll take this person together, but I'm gonna film and I'll just be the journalist you do your thing. And he's like, no, no, no. So it's going to be fun. I can promise you that. 
Well, listen, the best way to tell people how to get your ticket is just go to Google and, and Google Mississippi Foundation Raffle. That's all you have to do. Just Google that. And what will come up is a site where you can buy your ticket. And you have until the end of July... Uh, the end of the day, July 30th, to get your ticket, and then the then the uh, the uh, drawing will be will happen in uh, early August. But this is sort of a once in a lifetime opportunity to have so many opportunities to hunt really around the world. And this special hunt that you'll have with Cuz Strickland and Preston Pittman. Interesting that you just said that, Cuz, that you guys knowing both of your histories that you've never had this opportunity to hunt together. Whoever wins that one, that's going to be special, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, Preston's, he's quite, you know, Mississippi is very well known in that turkey hunt around. Toxie, Will Primos, me, Preston, whoever it is. But it's like, he he, he knows how to uh, walk the talk. And he's so good. I, I knew him back in the contest days. The people don't realize how good he was in that contest calling stuff. First time I ever saw Preston. He came into a big turkey call event. He had a footlocker like you were taking to college. Had hair down to his shoulders and a safari hat. I was like, who is that weirdo? He, he opened <laughs> that thing. He had his calls out. When I heard him in that contest, I was like, wow. My jaw dropped, and I, I was immediately drawn to it, trying to get calling tips. He's, he's a talented fellow. Yeah, he's definitely the real deal. So uh, also, the Ag and Expo, Outdoor Expo is coming up this weekend, J July 28th through the 30th. I'm hoping to try to be there Friday, walk yeah. around and get to know people, see people. Um, but it's a that's also huge. It's great to have ag and outdoors together. You you know you'll see ag and then you'll see outdoors, but rarely you see ag and outdoors together. And uh, they've really refined this and made it something special. And uh, we look forward to participating in that. Anything else to say on either one of those issues, uh, uh, Cuz? No, I'm going to miss the event Friday. There's a big fundraiser in Meridian for the Foles of Honor. Go into that. And then uh, I've got to leave to go to San Diego. My best friend in the world, one of them, his son has made it all the way through SEAL training, and he's graduating. And I got invited to witness that. And I, I wouldn't miss that for the world. But uh, I apologize to, for not being at that. The, the expo because you know ag and hunting go together yeah those people are, are they're all the same well i lease three farms in the mississippi delta and uh, the dunn family who i leased land from um travis dunn and his brother clinton and their dad dwight their granddaddy uh some of the amazing people and i see when hunters and and uh, farmers work together what we can do to enhance the land improve the hunting um, that's what makes the go world go around so having these two events uh, side by side where you can see what's happening on the cutting edge of farm equipment etc just a great opportunity and again you're when you go you're not only learning and getting to see so much cool stuff but you're also giving back to the foundation that is helping with uh, with conservation investing in conservation across the state in very significant ways so uh, hey you heard what I said at the beginning it's a hot time of the year to be out working but that's just part of the fun isn't it my friend it is. I, I don't know if you follow golf. I watched, I recorded the British Open yesterday when they interviewed Brian Harmon, a little five foot seven guy. They asked him, you know, what was his plans when he got here? He said he was going to hug his kids and hug his wife, put his phone down and get on his tractor and go to his beer club. And I was like, 
how cool is that? I, I mean, I would have really been rooting for him, but he's a big bow hunter and all that. So it's uh, it, that was pretty cool. You don't expect to hear that. I, 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 actually, I saw a, a post by T Bone where he apparently is good friends with him. So you know, Harmon's you know, seems to me respected in the outdoors community. But what a, you know to see this dude just—I mean, he took it all the way, man. He came yeah. out the first day and blew everybody away. I watched it closely. Incredible to see that, isn't it? It is, and I was—I was pulling for him just because he don't have a lot of wins. He's been out there a long time. He's a little left-handed guy, and he said one of the fans out there said something to him like at the end of the day too that he didn't have what it took to see this through to the end and he ended up closing it like a champion i mean he just built 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 his lead but to hear him talk about bow hunting and getting on tractors i, I was like you're kidding <laughs> that was awesome hey listen my buddy travis to my farmer friend and good friend just period and my my best friend in the, on in the world uh terry waldrop who's fished together forever with me and his son-in-law logan were out doing some work on duck holes over the weekend and logan is in the cbs here at the naval construction battalion center in gulfport and will soon he would just uh he just did a deployment in poland and he's about to head to south korea he's going to wow. get to enjoy some of the some of the hunting season but when you go out and work in the outdoors with someone like logan and see how capable he is, especially as a CB, and uh, and to know that you know mid mid hunting season he's going to have to go to South uh, Korea to to uh, help protect our country. Um, boy, that's a that's a, just another reminder that the military community and what they do for us. Good Lord, man, this is the greatest nation in the world, isn't it? Yes, it is. I, I was at the National Wild Turkey Federation banquet in Columbus last week. And that's put on by the guys over at Apex. And first thing they did was recognize the veterans and played the national anthem. And it's like, man, I'm proud to be here. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. What a what a moment that is. Hey, cuz, listen, I always enjoy spending time with you. We'll get you back. I, I want to get you and Lauren back and maybe even your wife and do a show about raising kids in the social media world. I, I really want to plan that. So we'll get with Cammy and we'll get that done. But it's been a pleasure, my friend. Thank you for all you do, Ricky. You work hard. You're a great voice, and I'm honored. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Hey, when we come back, we have William McKinley going to join me. We'll see. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 94. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 72. Your Tuesday rolls in with sunny skies, high near 95. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 73. And for your Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers, sunny skies, high near 96. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Hi, I'm Bob Anderson, conservative Republican running for state representative, District 58. When I say I want to help grow Madison County, you can know that I have the experience to do it. As a business creator, CFO, and aerospace engineer, when I ask to be your public servant, it's after having built a record of service at Jackson's Pro-Life Crisis Pregnancy Center in the Air Force and as an angel flight pilot. When I say that I'm a conservative, you can know it's for real. I'm a nationally published author for the Federalist. So remember, there's no better indicator of future performance than the past. And check out my record and vote Bob on August 8th for proven conservative leadership. Paid for by Bob for Harvard Pest Control is offering you a free mosquito treatment when you upgrade to a gold or platinum pest shield plan during the month of July. Don't miss out on this offer. Call us today and mention the promo code MOSQUITO to enjoy a pest-free summer. Harvard, we've got this. It's been said that time waits for no one, but that's not completely true. 
Hi, I'm Cameron Albright. Since 1920, our family has been privileged to serve as Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. For decades, generations have trusted all Britons for engagement rings, anniversaries, and those special events in life. Time has certainly changed our world. The internet, smartphones, and social media have revolutionized how we research, communicate, and even shop. At All Britons, we've grown with you. At AllBritons.com, you can search, shop, and find the latest in fine jewelry. But for those who prefer the personal experience, you can now shop the all-new All Britons, 4460 Old Canton Road in Northeast Jackson. With new displays and the latest designer jewelry, we're located across from our old home in Highland Village. Still the same All Britons service you'd expect, but now bigger and better. You've waited for us, now we're ready for you. Come see what's new. All Britons, 4460 Old Canton Road in Jackson. Rick's Pro Truck is your one-stop shop for vehicle and ATV accessories with over 100 brands to choose from. Need to keep your gear safe? Come check out our large variety of toolboxes and truck bed covers. And we now carry electric bikes. These bikes are amazing for hunting and on the trails. RPT can customize any ride from suspension, nerf bars, lighting, winches, tires, and wheels. Plus, RPT has lifetime warranty spray-in bed liners. Visit any of our three locations, Flowood on Lakeland Drive, Madison on Calhoun Station Parkway, and our commercial location in Pearl on Highway. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. As the city of Jackson continues to battle a water crisis, there's also been a political battle going on behind the scenes between the city council and interim third-party water manager Ted Hennepin. The most recent headline comes as a federal judge has sided with Hennepin saying council members have been attacking him on a basis of race. The judge, Henry Wingate, who is black, said amid the attacks on Hennepin, who is white, a large portion of the city is nevertheless grateful for Hennepin's dedication to fixing the water crisis. And a major California city has donated five police vehicles to the 900-person town of Pickens, Mississippi. Officials from Pickens and Manhattan Beach met in California this past week to celebrate the donation, which now brings the number of police cars and vehicles up to seven. Previously, the town was working with just two cars across seven officers. What is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation's Child Saver Program? Well, sadly, car accidents are the leading cause of death for children under five. Mississippi law requires children under the age of four to be protected by child passenger restraint devices and children under the age of seven in a booster seat. With the Child Saver Program, Farm Bureau provides members the chance to order car and booster seats at a discount. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Congratulations to Hattiesburg, Mississippi for being selected to host the 2023 Dixie Youth 8U, D1, and D2 Baseball World Series. This is not a buy-in tournament. These all-star kids from Texas to Virginia and all points in between, including Hattiesburg, had to win district and state tournaments and keep winning to get here. Opening ceremonies will be Thursday night, July 27th at Pete Taylor Park with all the games to be played at Larry Doliak Sports Complex. Learn more about the Dixie Youth Baseball schedule, mission, and scholarships online at youth.dixie.org. 
Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I really enjoyed that conversation with Cus Strickland. He's become a terrific friend, and we're lucky to have outdoor ambassadors like Cus in the state. Now let's shift gears and move over to my friend William McKinley. He's the deer program coordinator for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And, you know, we were chatting before the show started. There's a lot going on in the deer community these days. But first of all, let me just say, how you doing, my friend William? I'm doing well, Ricky. It's good to be on the show again. And yes, you're right. There's a there's a lot happening in the world of the white-tailed deer right now. So let's let's talk. I mean, so you've had the opportunity to attend a couple of meetings recently. We've had this incredible heat wave over the nation right now. We had some big yeah. cold last year. What's the deer world saying these days? So you know the the outlook on the deer herd is things are going to be a little down in body weight and antler this year. Stressors. The, the climate, the, the ultra cold we had back in December, it knocked out a lot of vegetation. Our spring herd health check showed that overall body condition was below average, and that was from the coast to the Tennessee line and from Alabama to the Delta, uh, all the way across. So, and now this heat, man, heat, it makes them eat less, Ricky. They, yeah. they eat less to try to stay cool, and thus they're not putting in quite as much protein, and it it causes them to lose weight. Hey, one of the things I, I, I noted uh, was that I didn't realize that the really, really, really cold temperatures we had last uh, winter would actually have an impact on white acorns. Talk, talk to me more about that. Well, in mid-March, you know, we had had a really cold winter. Then it got really warm in February. And the oaks kind of went into high gear and started blooming across most of the state. And then I live in Choctaw County. Up here in North Central, it was 19 degrees in, I think it was March, around mid-March. And that just wilted those oaks. It killed all the leaves. It killed all the blooms. And that white oak crop, that was the white oak crop for this year in most of the state. And they bloom, set their acorn, and drop it the same year. Red oaks bloom, set the acorn, drop it the next year. They're going to have a crop this year. Yeah. Hey, listen, one thing about about um, managing deer herds for antler growth is that we're all sort of buying into that. But part of what goes with that is that we're not taking out enough does. So the deer population, my guess is deer population is doing pretty good in Mississippi right now. You know, Ricky, our, we do what's called population reconstruction, where we go back and look at how many deer from our survey we harvested those numbers are suggesting that Mississippi is at or near an all-time record high in deer population over the past three years. And we need hunters to take more deer. Uh, deer cause a lot of problems, you know, when they get too many. To You had mentioned the farmers and how integral that relationship is. Well, you know, deer cause a lot of damage to farming operations, too. And that pits us kind of in the middle sometimes. And uh, so we, we need hunters' help to... As I've told a lot of them, 
if I can just get you to harvest one more deer this year and get a lot of hunters to do that, we're on the road to getting this herd in really good shape. It's great right now, but they wouldn't be stressed quite as bad if it wasn't quite so many of them this year. One of the farms that we will hunt on this year, we've got to take about 20 does off. And it's been hard. There's only a small number of us. So we're, we're talking now bringing friends and family and early season, doing whatever we got to do to get in there and get those mm -hmm. 20 deer off. Another farm we've got to get 15 off of. But, you know, it... Um, it's, it's, just, it's, you know, you just got to make it part of the of the deal. <laughs> we got we got to take them out because you people you, you won't do it if you don't if you don't go out there legitimately to do it. Hey, use that twelve day early primitive doe only season. You don't have to worry about waiting on a buck because <laughs> he's not legal anyway. Use that season and get some does off. That's why we created that season. So uh, in early November. We, uh, you and I in past shows have talked about the cycle of hemorrhagic uh, disease, the, the blue tongue uh, disease, mm -hmm. and the important role that Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks has in managing all diseases, especially blue tongue and CWD, chronic wasting disease. But what's the latest on blue tongue? So, you know, it's a cyclic disease. It's caused by a virus. Uh, and the little gnats that start biting you in late summer, the little noceums, they're called midges. They're what transmit it. It's typically every three to five years, and we're now six years with real low occurrence, and we're it's typically a really bad year about every 15 years. And we, well, bottom lines, we're due. Now, that midge likes to breed on receding mud. So think of a pond when it's evaporating, it's really hot and it's not raining. The water line there is where they breed. So droughty, hot conditions. Ricky, I looked at the forecast this morning. It's like 100, 100, 199, 99 and no rain. And the typical high point of the disease is early August. The table is set for this, so I just urge hunters to be cautious. If you smell something dead, uh, I found them that way. We want those reports. We want if people start finding those deer, we want that. Our biologists want that. You know, that's our job as a deer program. We collect data, we analyze that data, and then we put forth recommendations out to the hunters out there and to policymakers to use. So. Listen, as it relates to chronic wasting disease, um, the industry, the deer management industry, you know, the, the conservation biologists that exist in each of the states and those who care deeply about this subject have really done a good job of sharing all of their data and information around this really incredible disease that is deadly 100% of the time. But you recently went to Denver. What did you learn at that conference? Oh, Ricky, I, it was a it was a three day meeting, and myself and the assistant deer coordinator, uh, Cayman Campbell, went there, and it was it was people from all over Canada, North America, uh, Scandinavia region, uh, and state, federal, tribal, and local. A lot of the captive deer industry was represented there. It pulled all of those parts together. And we learned so much about the disease. A, a segment of the disease, almost a third, was devoted to the potential likelihood that this disease would jump into humans. Uh, that's a scary thing. We pray that it never happens. There's no confirmed case at this point. 
but the disease is going into other animals like voles, raccoons, uh, pigs. It has shown to go into spider monkeys and macaques, another type of monkey with very long incubation of five to 13 years. That's what the potentials out there. We recommend people get your deer tested. Get, we got places all over the state. We're working with over 60 taxidermists. We got 60 drop-off freezers. Uh, there's a place near a hunter to get his deer tested. Now, what we learned on the deer aspect, we know. Uh, a lot of studies out there showing this disease. It's already in 31 states, detected in 31. Florida Panhandle found it just a few weeks ago and made the announcement. Their first one there have implemented their plan. Uh, Holmes County, Florida, uh, right off the Alabama line down there. Um, but the disease is having impacts. You know, it's, it's been, I've heard a lot of people say, well, the West has had this disease since the 60s and they still got a lot of deer and elk. Well, yeah, they do, but in herds that have high prevalence, they're actually seeing declining herds now in mule deer and elk and whitetail with the absence of honey. That's not good. So let's go closer to home. Let's go to West Virginia and let's go to Arkansas. Both have large-scale radio collared studies. They're putting these collars on the deer. There are live tests out there. They're not USDA approved, but they're fairly accurate. And they're taking a, it's actually a, a piece of the rectal mucosa lining. Now, Ricky, that's not something a deer stands still for. So they're having to drug the deer and put it down. And they, it's tranquilized. They have a, a wildlife vet on scene. They're taking a sample of that deer. And it gives them an idea if that deer's positive or not. Uh, in Arkansas, 17% of the mortalities of these deer is just CWD. In West Virginia, 38% is. West Virginia has a little bit higher prevalence in their core area. And this is disturbing because as wildlife biologists, as, as, the, as the deer program, you know, the season and bag limits and such are set so that we harvest a surplus of deer. Meaning, let's say you, that property you talked about has 100 deer on it that you got and, and that's you need to kill about 20 does to keep it level. That would be about what I would have recommended if we did a camera survey and you had about 100 deer, I would say you need to kill about 20 deer, about a fifth to one fourth of the total population. What happens if CWD kills 20% of that population? And you keep hunting deer and that's what's happening when prevalence gets high, but you take these other states that are taking aggressive measures like Illinois and Missouri that take aggressive measures where the disease is, right where the disease is found, but the key there is finding it. They're keeping prevalences down to 2% or less. So it versus a Wisconsin or a West Virginia at 60%. So let, let's do it. When we come back on the other side, we'll continue this conversation. But unfortunately, really one of the main tools we have to keep prevalence down is containment. Containment is a major, major tool. And that's why the uh, that's why the, the, the CWD plans are so incredibly important. And when we come back on the other side, we'll continue our conversation with William McKinley, head of the deer program for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks here, right here in Mississippi. We'll see you after this. Breathe Mississippi till I'm dead and gone Just carry on 
Listen up. AgUp equipment can help you prep the perfect food plot to lure in that trophy. With the Predator Tractor Package, you can prep your land with a new John Deere 3025E with a loader, rotary cutter, disc, and trailer. Plus, 0% financing for 72 months. Give yourself the advantage and prep for that trophy with help from AgUp equipment. Visit us in-store or online at agup.com. Offer ends 730-2023. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. When it comes to issues that matter for conservatives, Delbert Hoseman delivers, and Chris McDaniel is nowhere to be found. Delbert delivered voter ID, cleaned up our voter rolls, and ended ballot harvesting, while McDaniel didn't even show up to vote for election integrity. Delbert delivered for our children by banning pornography in our schools and libraries and keeping men out of women's sports, while Chris McDaniel skipped a vote to ban pornography in schools and never even spoke up on protecting our kids from the radical transgender agenda. Delbert Hoseman is a champion for making government more efficient and accountable. Delbert carried the conservative agenda for the last four years, downsizing state government and paying down state debt. While Chris McDaniel's only bills were creating a Mosquito Awareness Week, congratulating a pageant winner and a football team. August 8th, vote Delbert Hoseman, the conservative who gets things done. Paid for by Delbert Hoseman. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. The 2023 outdoor patio furniture has arrived. We have excellent prices and Callaway's has the largest in-stock selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's farmer's market is open seven days a week. Callaway's has just received another shipment of beautiful tropical. Kimberly Queen Ferns, 3-gallon, 10-inch pots, $12.99. Best price and quality around. We also have blooming hibiscus, alamandas, mandevillas, hanging baskets, and more. Callaway's has a large selection of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, and all on sale. We offer bulk soils for local delivery and pickup. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, be future ready. In America, you can create your future with Ford SUVs and Ford trucks like the Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer and the built Ford Tough F-Series trucks. In America, the future belongs to everyone and you can be ready with national safety rated Ford SUVs. You can also be ready on and off-road with Ford F-Series trucks. Check out the full lineup of Ford SUVs and F-Series trucks at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou Friends Jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut through walls and fall football. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. When we went to break, we were talking about the the notion of the importance of having sort of a centralized approach to managing, um, you know, the, the the various diseases that the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks faces, like blue tongue, for example, which we unfortunately expect to have some real issues with it this year, and chronic wasting disease, which is uh, always fatal, unfortunately. And uh, but the reality is that we've learned from what what William just said is that those states that have been very aggressive with their containment strategies, with their CWD planning around containment, have had um, have had really good results. And um, as we learned from from uh, I guess I guess it was Arkansas and West Virginia is that the two that that had the 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 the, uh, the collars? Yes, that's correct. Seven seventeen percent. Um, death rate and 38% related to CWD. Whoo, those are some big numbers. That's scary numbers. Scary numbers. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's where we left off. Uh, the, the containment part of this, though, is hugely important, isn't it? It is. And we know that, you know, deer roam, and that's why we set CWD management zones out there. Uh, we're trying to reduce as much concentration as possible. Uh, we'll never, I'm not going to say never, we can't stop the disease from spreading, but if we can find it early and hunters are aware that it's there and they remove more deer right where it is, then we're able to reduce that prevalence down and keep it low like these other states are doing. And one of the tools we're using with that, Ricky, is, is called a three-mile tag. And we offer these tags. Uh, our commission uh, allowed this a few years back. And... If you have land within three miles of a positive, you can apply for and receive either sex tags to use a gun during archery season. Now, some folks might get upset at that, but CWD management, the very best way to keep CWD from spreading is to remove a positive deer before that deer spreads it to another deer. The best place to find a positive deer is where you already found a positive deer. Not 15, 20, 30 miles away. You go to the source and it's kind of, you fight it right there. But you got to find it early to do that. So that's one of our goals is, and we're getting a lot of samples. You know, I was at a meeting last week in South Carolina with the uh, all the deer leaders from the Southeast called the Servid Working Group meeting. We believe it iron sharpens iron. We get together on a couple of times a year. We share about this and, and about CWD and about a lot of other topics deer related. But we're able to, to put forth the knowledge we've got there and learn from each other on this disease. And there's a lot of sharing going on. I mean, one of the things that, that made me a better CEO is that I never felt like we arrived. We were always trying to find the cutting edge and find the best practices. And the way to do that is to go to go to industry meetings and share experience and share successes and self, share failures. That makes you better. Mm-hmm. And when you have biologists from around North America and beyond coming together and talking about their experiences and the, the growing amount of data that suggests 
costs that we've got to get smarter about how we manage CWD. Um, it makes it it makes it easier for you guys when you sort of have someone who is an anti-biologist point of view, someone who just is saying CWD has always been here, it's always going to be here, and 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 let it just be survival of the fittest. It makes it easier, or at least better, for you to have the data to sort of counteract that, doesn't it? Well, we. I say again, our job as a deer program has always been, since our agency was formed and a deer program was formed, to collect data, to analyze that data, and to make conclusions from that data and make recommendations. That is our job. So, And we do that with blue tongue. We do it with knowing that our herd health checks said that deer were in a little less body condition, poor body condition because of weather. All of that is taken into account when we give a recommendation, and CWD is taken into account when we when we give a recommendation. So, but what's it, what's interesting though? Again, data is important. I ran yeah. businesses based on data. What gets measured gets done. So, if you look at the work that was done in Arkansas and West Virginia, and you balance that against the work that was done in Illinois and Missouri, you draw conclusions about that. Once you're confident that the that the the data sets are something Something you can draw conclusions from mm -hmm. it uh, it makes a very very compelling case for why mississippi has to keep our eye on this ball um and god forbid cwd ever transfers to a human that would be yeah, we, we pray that never happens and we we leave it there for folks a lot smarter than me some of those folks at that meeting i, I rank as one of the dumbest men in that room in denver ricky so uh, it was people from all over uh there giving presentations but uh, i learned so much from that meeting I, I certainly appreciate our agency allowing me to go hey well listen uh we don't have time to talk about it but but the uh the september velvet antler season september 15th and 17th archery only private lands only legal buck only special licenses required we did pretty good last year with 369 harvest to deer very yes. popular i think my son jordan actually plans to go do that himself but listen uh, listen it's been an absolute pleasure to catch up with you we need to get together more often my friend we surely do let's talk soon yes for sure this has been william mckinley who's head of the deer program for the department of wildlife fisheries and parks and one of the most dedicated professionals i talk to i talk to dedicated professionals almost every day in that department god we're lucky to have them god bless you guys stay stay safe in the outdoors and we will see you next monday Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.